0: It's DTS 156, our three-year anniversary. Guardian Con raised $1.2 million, and random perk rolls on weapons are going away. All that and more coming up.
1: You're listening to Gary the Show.
0: What's good, everybody, and welcome back to Destiny the Show, the Destiny news podcast that keeps you, the Guardian, ahead of the curve in the world of Destiny. I am BBK Dragoon, joined as always by my great co-host Diddy. Three years of weekly podcast, dude, down to this very week. What do you think? How does it feel?
1: It feels good. Feels good. As always, I'll mention my three-year anniversary is next week, because I joined you a week after on episode two, because you did this first one solo, I did and it was awkward <laughs> it was just basically a YouTube commentary for you but uh, that turned into something really great I don't think any of us expected it to be so fantastic so thank you all for the continued support throughout the last three years this next year is going to be amazing Destiny 2 finally around the corner finally have lots of new things to talk about we actually get to talk about our experiences again in a in a new game
0: Yeah, it's a very transitional time. We get to see what the next evolution is for Destiny and the community, and just extending that thanks that you just shared with all of our listeners. We do this because you guys gave us this platform. You know, it really—you picked up and you ran with it, and it grew into something that Diddy and I never could have expected. And man, it's weird when I go back and every once in a while I listen to those first like probably ten weeks of shows. And we're so different like in terms of just our comfort level on the mic the discussions and this has been not just for the podcast but for like you and i would say a really good opportunity to refine like speaking skills i I think we have both improved quite a bit over the last year yeah i mean i I agree with that i mean just uh, people at work have said wow
1: you've just you've just grown in your terms of customer service the last couple years you're so great on the phone and it's like well yeah i I do a weekly podcast, so it uh, kind of translates there. <laughs> and then you gave him our, our link to buy our merchandise,
0: right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> when, when we had that available. <laughs> yes. Maybe it'll come back in Destiny 2. I'm not sure. Hey, man, I want to transition into something really, really awesome, and that is GuardianCon 2017. That's what we really focused last week's show on. The GuardianCon in-person uh, event has come to a conclusion. We got to see tons of pictures, tweets, and it just great stories coming out from that event, and we wish everybody who was there uh safe travels and hope you had an amazing amazing time hopefully in the future maybe Diddy and I will be able to coordinate a year that we can go out there but the marathon itself Diddy raised 1.2 million dollars for St. Jude's Children's Hospital (sighs) that's unbelievable man that is unbelievable
1: that is insane I mean it is I believe it's one of the largest like single charity gaming fundraisers out there currently you know just in the world <laughs> so it's it's really great to see that I actually uh, I had a, I just gave the story to a, one of our listeners uh, I actually work nearby a St. Jude's Children's Hospital and so one day during my lunch break I just drove down there to you know see what it was all about I actually when I walked in in the lobby and some of the TVs they actually had the Guardian con stream running on the TVs and a couple of the workers were just looking at it watching the TV on their break like wow bunch bunch of nerds raising money for our for our cause, and it was it was just really surreal to see that. Like, yeah, I just I was just watching this at work. Like, this is a video game that I play, and just random people in the world are just watching it uh, worldwide. It's it's fantastic.
0: Yeah. to that same note, I saw. I can't remember the which news organization it was, but it ran a story on it, and there it is on national news. There's you know Gathalian. I can't remember the the streamers that they had in the clips, but it was just like wow. Look what started at the heart of the Destiny community and now has expanded to an even larger Twitch community as they brought in other streamers from beyond the Destiny sphere, which I was super excited to see. And then it's now reaching the even bigger mainstream. Uh, It just shows you that the game at the core is just sort of a a staging ground or a platform for the community to work upon, which is something very inspiring. And what's going to bring for year three, dude, it's going to be insane, it's going to be beyond what anybody can picture right now because you know SGDQ is going on right now and I love the GDQ marathons, they do an amazing job, the speedrun marathon games done quick, but they have had much much larger viewership and and to see GuardianCon in its earlier infancy stages pushing out 1.2 million dollars is just beyond me. So. To everybody who donated and gave their time or just supported the stream or was out there at the event, thanks. You know, this is working towards a really, really cool cause. Diddy, why don't we transition into the news? News! All right, Diddy. This week at Bungie was all about clans. As a clan owner, Diddy, as a clan manager, I'm curious to hear... Before we dive into this week at Bungie, what was the number one thing you've talked about here on the show that you wanted to see as a clan owner to make life easier for you? Updated clan features, and not just for members of the clan,
1: but at the top level, at the administration level, being able to control the clan and manage it easier and better and just have more rules, make it up to date with the member list, have more interaction just across the board as an administrator or an owner, something like that that's what i've always wanted and we got some news about that in this week at bungie
0: yeah so to to summarize before we get into the specific quotes i guess the roster size is staying at 100 for the clans and that is to keep it a close-knit intimate family atmosphere which you and i both understand i can't say that we aren't uh, a little disappointed because we would (laughs) love to expand the amount of people in the dts clan but they did say we are getting new tools that are going to make hopefully managing the clan a little bit easier. I guess they've just said new tools, they didn't really give any specifics, but. You and I are hoping that there's some way for us to be able to go in, see who's been active, see who's been inactive, or at the very least organize our members alphabetically. Because right now the challenge that we face is we've got, you know, 30, <laughs> 40 members who are probably inactive that we would love to remove to replace with active members. Um, but it's so hard. It's it's unbelievably tedious to try and find in a completely unorganized, unalphabetical list of members in a group that's for, you know, three or 400 big, find that specific person And we can't even remove him from the clan. We have to kick him from the group altogether. So hopefully they sort out some of this workflow process in Destiny 2 clans. Why don't we open up, Diddy, uh, with some of the quotes that stood out to us? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And these are directly from This Week at Bungie.
1: And I quote here, Some of these groups even have a time-honored legacy that dates back to ancient time when Bungie.net served the Halo Nation, i.e. old tech of course, I'm just I'm not quoted. That's end quote, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. that That's older technology that uh, that they didn't want to, you know, take resources for really to change or to fix for Destiny. They just kind of saw that that was a thing and kind of just brought it over to Destiny.
0: Yeah, Another I think th- I think it just means there's probably like legacy elements of these groups that date all the way back to a website when they were during the Bungie.net net, days, so 10 years, basically, at this right, point. Right, yeah. They,
1: they basically just gave that group a facelift to look current for Destiny instead of changing some of the back-end features there.
0: Exactly. Now, the next quote, did he had me excited because it directly references the word that we were just talking about. Sure. And I quote again, You'll be able to manage your roster and send
1: invitations to new members right where you play, so, i.e., in Destiny, Every guardian who calls a clan home will earn rewards based on the success of their teammates. So that's actually really cool. You know, people, that's end quote, of course, Uh, clanmates doing strikes, doing crucible, earning rewards for your clan, earning that reputation as as a clan, like uh, the the Pineapple Boys, we we, we praise them for like being the top one, 5% of all Destiny players. They're actually going to be able to show that in their reputation now.
0: Yeah, and however those rewards are unlocked, I think they're probably... hmm, The only thing I can imagine is sort of Halo 5. Everybody's working together to get accomplishments completed clan-wide, and then there's sort of visual distinctions that show it off. And maybe seasons are going to come into play, but the two things that stood out, manage your roster and send invitations to new members right where you play. So in-game, basically, we we have clan roster in-game, and we can send them invites, but managing that roster... Do you think we could send an invite to join our clan from within the game? Or even further, kick somebody from the clan if they are uh, you know, coming into chat and playing all sorts of inappropriate music really loud. Who knows, did he?
1: <laughs> and then yeah. the
0: second thing I was really excited about, obviously, is those rewards. That's something that uh, we can work together more as a family and feel a better sense of a smaller community if like, the DTS clan is top 20% of North America's raid completions. I, d- I don't know what it is, but it's just an exciting mm-hmm. illusion. Yeah, exactly. We don't have the specifics as to what those rewards will be, of course, because they're probably going to leave that
1: to us to discover uh, once we play the game. But I can imagine something when we're doing the guided games, when the clan is hosting a raid and we're looking for two or three people, um, when they see our group, they can see, oh, hey, this group is very positively, you know, has a very positive reputation of uh, sherpa the raids all the way through to the end, beginning to end for for new players. So, That kind of entices that new player to be like, okay, yeah, I'm going to join this group because it's got that reputation just shown right there, of course.
0: Totally. I'll take the next quote, uh, and I quote here, These new features required a measure of sacrifice. If your clan is part of a sprawling alliance of affiliated fighting units, this evolution in the clan experience will break that connective tissue on Bungie.net. We know that this creates challenges for the larger communities, uh larger community entities. And we're already thinking about new and better ways for clans to lock arms around a common mission. For the time being, we hope you'll agree that enhanced clan support will be better for every player of Destiny too. So essentially like alliances are, are disappearing, which I don't know. I don't think I care about that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, I know for a fact that uh, one of our fellow podcast groups, Destiny Reset, they have a bunch of different affiliate groups that are all under the Destiny Reset umbrella. So something like that, or the Destiny Reddit umbrella, something like that. They're looking for ways to, even though the clan membership is capped at 100,
0: looking at ways to
1: incorporate that into Destiny 2 as well.
0: Interesting. That's a great point. I didn't even think about that. Um, So in summary, basically, no new real mention of... Specific organizational tools that will make managing the clan easier. Um, We are bringing in the element of guided games with Destiny Two, which is where, you know, as clan leaders or clan members, we're going to be able to foster new folks into the fold and the experience. And there was that side of me, Daddy, who really wanted to see rosters bumped up to two or three hundred players because we're going to be meeting so many new folks in Destiny Two through guided games, and we probably won't be inviting any of them (laughs) into. Our our clan because DTS is full and it's gonna to continue to be full, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. And you know, my main critique here is obviously I don't know what the specific tools are for managing, right? I'm not gonna have that big of an issue with the hundred clan member cap if I'm able to constantly and appropriately manage active users in the clan, right? If I have a hundred clanmates that are playing the game daily, weekly, on a consistent basis, that's not gonna be that big of a problem. But if I have a hundred clanmates, and 80 of them haven't played since the Dark Below, right? That's 80 wasted spots. I have only, what, 20 actual friends I'd be able to play with or clanmates? That's that's, that's an issue, right? So being able to actively control that roster. Of course, I'll also mention that uh, this maintenance or this swap to the Destiny 2 clan features, and this is not for, uh, for just regular clanmates, but uh, for owners like you or I, uh, that maintenance is starting, that transition is starting July 25th. So if you own or manage a clan uh, on BungieNet, you'll be able to start that process towards turning your clan into that Destiny 2 clan on uh, July 25th.
0: Interesting dates, notice right around the end of beta period. So perhaps a secret Bungie extension of the beta where we get to <laughs> sort of secretly test out clans. No, I that will really cool. happen in that build. I want to read here Deej's final uh, paragraph because I think it just, again, shows what a professional, awesome community manager that Deej is and the wonderful wordsmith that he is. Then I quote, a final note to all clan overlords out there. Once upon a time, I served the Bungie community in your role. These days, I'm grateful to see so many teams that let players be a part of something larger than themselves, but smaller than the full scope and scale of the Guardians. Your leadership might not always be celebrated by all, but the service you provide is so crucial to our shared culture. Thank you in advance for the role you'll play in leading your members to a new game. Thank you for the role you'll play in supporting a new community that leads new players to glory, whether they join your ranks or not. If Destiny was your first sit-in, the captain's chair, you're in for some exciting changes. I hope you'll rise to the challenge gladly. I'll be with you every step of the way with the same clan that has migrated with me from every game that Budgie has made to the next for 12 years. See you on the other side. Even if we are matched as opponents, I hope we'll be friends. Deej out. Deej is just awesome, dude. It's easy to get salty, but I remember... <laughs> he is an awesome, awesome uh, bridge between us and Bungie. So don't ever forget that. There there has been game communities that <laughs> have not had such a stellar, awesome person like Deej. So I think that's it I, other than I, Mayhem class, right? I just want to say about that uh, last paragraph.
1: He says... Uh, every game that Bungie has made for the next 12 years right Mm mm-hmm for for 12 years oh I guess he's talking about the past games okay never mind I was like Destiny reaching 12 more years ooh no I don't think he has that much foresight but uh, but yes uh, also in the twa we do have Iron Banner going on this week starting July 4th at 10 a.m. Pacific time it is mayhem clash so just ultra chaos is going to be that's going to just be hilarious rewards of course are going to be the rocket launcher the sidearm and uh, the chest piece and the gauntlets for each class and uh, you know that hunter chest piece is just looks so good with the chainmail. mail I, I love it
0: yep I'm this is like your this is the real week to start wrapping up age of triumph stuff if you're still needing to put things down yes. in the books for pvp I love mayhem clash I've said it before I'll say it again more fun game types in destiny yeah i'm all for it and hopefully destiny too man that quick play competitive distinction that's something well yeah i'm looking forward to it i don't know if they're going to actually add any action sack type games but it certainly opens up the opportunity for that and i think i want to move on to probably the biggest piece of news this week and that is regarding weapon rolls diddy
1: Yes, of course. So our very good friend Luke Smith <laughs> came out with a, a Mashable article detailing the loot changes, of course, basically saying that there are no more random weapon roles. And TLDR, just the basic gist of it, if you get, say, for instance, uh, uh, The Devil You Know, right? He, he mentions a Destiny 2 weapon, but The Devil You Know, very iconic Destiny 1 weapon, It's going to have a static roll. It's going to be the same weapon, same roll, every single time. So you know when someone kills you with that in the Crucible, you know exactly what perks it has. That's basically what they're saying now.
0: Yeah. Uh, The hand cannon he was giving the example example for in Destiny 2 is Better Devils. So an interview with Mashable, and basically I'm going to read here from Luke Smith. You can look at all the hand cannons now and track the data for everything. There aren't random rolls on weapons anymore. Better Devils is a Crucible hand cannon. And what it has on it is what it has on it, period, says director Luke Smith. And he goes on to explain, How then can my second, third, and tenth Better Devil's hand cannon be interesting? That's a question we should be asking and answering as quickly as we can. We have ideas. While I would like nothing more than to share those ideas with you, we're up against a deadline. I don't know if they'll make it for our September 6th release date, but we have some ideas that we're pretty excited about, end quote. Now, Diddy, this is uh, obviously like stepping on broken glass here. You just got to be very careful (laughs) and tiptoe around it because my initial knee-jerk reaction is like, ho, ho, no, 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 no. A very integral part of the Destiny experience is going after those perfectly rolled weapons, trying to achieve the the right grasp of Malak or trying to get that fake bringer that you always wanted. I mean, I still have eight you know, keys saved up to go for Imago loop fake bringers, even though fate bringer is now back. So, a very key portion of the Destiny experience is those random rolls. Like that adds an element to the excitement of things. So, that's the initial knee-jerk reaction is, I don't like this. But the other side of the coin, the other side of Dragoon is like, well this could make balancing a whole lot better for not just pvp but pve because imagine if you have like a really really powerful pve end game hand cannon or whatever weapon it might be they don't have to worry about the absolute perfect synthesis of perks coming together to create something too overpowered they can create it sort of overpowered in their kitchen like the, reaching their level of op you know what i'm saying diddy
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, my initial knee-jerk reaction was, "Well, isn't that what exotic weapons are already?" I mean, all exotic weapons have the exact same role. It's a static role, and that's what you know makes them exotic. It has that role, and it really made me confused. But if you think about it a little bit more, like you said, it makes balancing a whole lot easier as well. Like, it. Let's take assuming all the perks stay exactly the same in Destiny Two. Let's just make that assumption right now. It's not going to happen hypothetically. If I have the Fatebringer, right? It has a static roll because, of, of course, it's a raid weapon. But now in Destiny 2, it has a static roll. has that outlaw. has that firefly. That's a really good PvE hand cannon. It's not going to be so great in PvP. So I don't have to worry about balancing the Fatebringer for PvP because, you know, it's whatever. It's you know it's an archetype of hand cannon. It's got that static perk roll. But then you take something like the palindrome with the rangefinder, right, and a rifled barrel, really strong PvP hand cannon right now, it's going to have that static roll every single time so i know the palindrome is what is causing the issues with balance in pvp everyone's using it everyone's dominating with it if you put it in your hands it's going to do really well in pvp i can look at that statistic and i can tune that specific weapon instead of worrying about the archetype or the perks that it's using i can tune that one to see you know okay let's let's bring it back just a little bit it, it's using 95 percent of people in crucible right now are using it let's uh, let's address that
0: yeah, and maybe this means they can address that specific gun instead of having to go, well, we need to nuke this perk across the board. <laughs> uh, and, and, my and that's one of we, the main issues, right? Uh, yeah. Sorry to cut you off, but like uh, no, with,
1: with, with like shotguns right, and Crucible, they were so strong for a very long time, and then when they made some changes, right, things like the Universal Remote suffered as well, and shotguns in PVE as well. Like they, they made some drastic changes that affected across the board. It was kind of unfair in terms of PVP versus PVE. So now they have an option to address that issue. So they don't have to address it across the board. They can do it specifically because it's doing too well in this activity. So I think it's going to be good. We'll have to see how it works, of course, in the game. But I think it's actually going to be beneficial in the long run.
0: Yeah, I don't really want to jump on board a hypothetical argument because we still really don't have any idea how... A lot of the systems in destiny 2 are going to work so let's wait let's play it this is this is one of those situations where before we jump the gun and go what are you doing this could be a solution to a lot of problems that destiny 1 had and until we have the full scope and picture and have experienced it for ourselves of how destiny loot works in d2 let's just wait and see that's my end statement on this is just like let's wait and see and did he agree with you i think this could be really good i also think it could be really bad i dislike (laughs) hearing about we've got a deadline coming up and i don't know if this is going to make it in just a side note like this this whole press bracket leading up to destiny 2 i want to hear more about the new features and things that are coming to the game that are additive to the experience rather than what seems to be getting the headlines is all of the things that won't be in destiny 2 you know what i'm saying
1: yeah, and I kind of agree with you there. Um, but also, of course, it's it's the style of you know the Destiny 2 announcement. It's kind of like what you said. What they've been going for the the, the tone of releasing this information. It, these types of details are really catered towards existing fans of the game, right? Yeah. Someone yeah. like someone on the PC, right? Who's just going to be introduced to the Destiny experience. It's not going to understand well, why is that change being made. Like I don't care because it's. It, I didn't experience it before, and I'm going to play the game now. So why do I care about what's not in the game uh, when it's like that minute detail of no longer random weapon rolls? I mean, they don't have any context for what that change mm-hmm. is supposed to mean. So, and I mean, just on a side note, uh, I know some people might be concerned since I brought up the what the exotics were that static roll. Isn't this going to make exotic weapons kind of less special because every weapon is going to have a static roll now? I think we can set an expectation, well, let's let's assume, well, I guess assume is really bad because Destiny 2 is coming out really soon, but you know, a counter-argument to it makes exotic weapons less special, the fact that exotic weapons could have a very unique, specific perk that is in no other gun in the game, like, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. I mean, that's that's another thing that you should take into consideration.
0: I'm going to probably misparaphrase this quote from Phil Spencer, but it came out right after E3 in which he said most people just want to play fun games and they don't care <laughs> yes. how many pterodactyls there are in it. Exactly. It's just a joke, you know, like we get so wrapped up, we being UI and of course people who really love a game and follow it down to the very like every piece of information from the dev cycle that we can get we get really caught up in the specifics and forget that the majority of players just play games because they're fun. And if they're fun, they're fun. It's as simple as that. And that's the approach that I'm taking going into destiny 2. Did you know, I've uh, just sort of had mental shifting in my head the last two, three months where I'm just playing games more so for fun. And while I think it's important to have conversations and to pay close attention to these details that are coming out, as long as we remember that at the end of the day it's about fun and constructive criticism is more powerful than vitriol and knee-jerk salty reactions constructive criticism should be the boat of of all of like the vehicle i guess that powers all of of these discussions you know
1: yeah and i'm just going to throw this out there as well with the beta coming up a lot of people are going to want to have those knee-jerk reactions right they're going to be like oh i hate this game they're going to play one game of crucible And think that Destiny 2 is the worst game ever created because of one bad experience, right? Mm -hmm. Let's let's take into consideration how many hours certain people have played, or yourself, how many hours have you played in Destiny 1, right? You've had some really great times. It's not all the time bad. Because you've had fun at certain points, right? You're gonna have those bad games, you're gonna experience, you know, that that mercy. Of course, you're gonna be on the losing end of that mercy game. You're going to be uh, having trouble with some raids, of course, but there's all those good times as well. And with the beta coming up, I think we should kind of have really good expectations of the fact that everything's not going to be perfect in the beta. Let's provide that constructive criticism towards Bungie. And be like, hey, I think this could change with this rework or maybe this idea or this is why I think this is bad. I don't know what could be do what could be done to improve it, but uh, from my experience, this is... Uh, not so great right now Mm -hmm. but uh it's not gonna be totally awful because i think it's gonna be pretty polished beta but uh, of course like i said not a finished product
0: yep and our listeners are grounded man for like (laughs) i can't think of any experience where we've had somebody go can you believe they did this they (laughs) kicked a puppy and i can't stand for this Well, I think that is going to wrap up today's Destiny the Show. Diddy, where can people find your content? When the beta starts, they can find me at
1: twitch.tv slash destiny the show. Plan as much destiny as we can. (laughs) And, uh, of course, I am on Twitter, twitter.com slash diddy, DTS, D-I-T-T-Y, DTS, and youtube.com slash wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S.
0: You can find all the links from today and more at destinytheshow.com. And please follow us on Twitter at DestinyTheShow to be notified when the latest show goes live and participate in some meme style polls. You can follow me at BBKDragoon on both YouTube and Twitter. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for three awesome years. We love you guys, and we'll see yes, you next week. You.